0: is now one, the, most in the
1: This is Heavy Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the debacle of a game between the Washington Redskins and the New York Giants, and the fool's gold that we had in the first half going up 14-0 only to blow the game. Again, thanks a lot, Kyle Shanahan, for all the touches you gave Alfred Morrison. This is much more, live with your Just John, my rant.
2: Yo, 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 what's up, John? Yo, 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 what's up? And hey, what's up, booger? Yes. Yo, gentlemen. Dude, where's Josh? Josh is putting Sam to bed. Josh is putting his son to bed. He will be with us directly, allegedly, if he's not at a concert or on punishment.
1: What's punishment mean?
2: That that's what happened last week after he he like went to that concert with that chav dude.
1: No, it was a Chav concert. We need to ask him about that, because we have no idea who that guy is. What dude, was his name? Dr. Saw...
2: Doctor, uh, Dude, he, you don't know who that is? You've never yeah. heard of him? Dude, seriously, everyone knows who blah, blah, blah my butt is. <laughs>
1: We're not nearly as cool the Chav as Chav doctor. We're not nearly as cool as Josh. <laughs> Josh <laughs> the is Chav extremely cool. doctor. <laughs> Chav doctor. Chav doctor. Our friends over in UK knew who the Chav doctor
2: is. <laughs> Dr. Chav. J- Josh is Dr. Chav. That's his new nickname.
1: In fact, I think when you put the post up tonight, you need to just Google image Chav.
2: <laughs> Find a good one. Dr. Chav. Medicine woman. <laughs> <laughs> hey, in
1: case you guys haven't realized, oh, man. Uh, we don't really oh, feel man. like talking about the game. So, 'Cause um,
2: who really wants to talk about this game? By the way, welcome to Harry Hog episode uh number three hundred and forty eight. Once again, a record breaking episode because we are the original Redskins fans podcast.
1: Yeah, and um I'd like to give a shout out to my dog, Desmond C. Lee. Of Boy. Twitter.
2: <laughs> of Twitter.
1: This is like the first episode in 12 weeks where I haven't said of Desmond C. Lee Law. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, there's still time. And Even I said it at the end, at, at, at the last week or the week before, at the end of it, I was all like, hey, man, thanks to David C. Lee. Oh, wait.
1: Dude, there's some dudes out there right now that aren't quite as over it as we are, and they're like, I can't believe these guys are laughing
2: right now after that debacle last night. Dude, we we have moved on to the... We're, we're at the point of... of, of you know you have the different stages. It's like of, you have of, anger uh, of,
1: stages of knowing that your team sucks.
2: Yeah, and and you've got anger and disbelief and and well you go through like a I think the first stage is uh what what is denial. Oh no, dude, they'll be okay. They'll be okay. They're going to come around. They're going to be okay. They're going to come around. And then you get into like shock because Wait, wait, there's
1: also a stage of there were some bad calls that kept us from winning.
2: Yeah, well there was some of that, but I can't even that insane debacle of a referee job by Jackie Treehorn's crew, I mean, Jeff Triplett's crew at the end of that game.
1: All right, there's my dogs barking.
2: <laughs> That's your dogs.
1: Maybe I'll edit this out.
2: That's your dogs. <laughs> dogs, shut up. Jackie Treehorn's crew is always bad. You and I, Aaron, you and I called it, I think, back in 1999. We were just like Jeff Triplett and his referee crew are bad.
1: Dude, I just want to point this out. Chris Collinsworth was all going the
2: Redskins were completely ripped off. That was so unfair.
1: It doesn't matter. They, yeah. Fred Davis had the ball right in his hands and he dropped it.
2: And then, and then, what then Garcon, did Garcon do
1: converted the fourth down and then got it stripped. Mm-hmm.
2: And that was after he like kicked the turf because he was mad at the turf and then he kicked the ball out of the end zone on the ground because he was mad at the ball.
1: Yeah, in fact, someone wrote, someone in the post, I forget, and they had a good point. If Fred Davis would have pulled that in like he should have, that fourth, that debacle from the refs would have actually helped us because we wouldn't have called that long pass down the field on fourth and one.
2: Hmm. Yeah, Fred Davis caught his first pass and then in then the dropped game, two. and then after that, he just sucked for the rest of the game.
0: Mm-hmm. Thanks for
2: showing up, you dozy brat. Here, let me play a sound effect if I can get my finger over by the button. See, I was going to start off, I I thought I almost broke tradition at the very beginning of the podcast, and I almost just yelled cut right away because I was so disgusted. But but that's another stage. You move into shock, and then you move into anger, and now it's just, you're over it. You're just like, you got to be kidding me. Now, I'm not saying anything like like <laughs> fair weather crap, like I'm not going to watch like Josh, but... You know, I mean, we're gonna watch Aaron and I. I know that the two of us and many of you out there will still watch every minute of the last four games of the season, including the Dallas game that we will still be at.
1: Except for Jamie, he bailed officially this weekend even though we've been thinking he would the whole time.
2: Yeah, I. It, yeah. So that means
1: we've got one ticket left that Josh is tentatively.
2: He is getting one of
1: his friends to go with us, but we're not a hundred percent sure.
2: Yeah, we're not we're not sure. We're, we really uh, we're gonna have to figure that out. We'll see if Josh actually shows up here once he uh puts Sam down, as he likes to say, which always makes me think he's going out and taking his dog out behind the shed and shooting it. That's but anyway. Sick, well, that's what it always sounds like, dude. I gotta go put Sam down. It's like, oh, dude, I'm so sorry. Oh wait, that's your son. Wait, what are you doing?
1: <laughs> it's not your golden lab.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you're gonna you're putting them down. You don't say you're putting your child down. Well, maybe some people do. If you're a child,
1: only if they're babies, you might say I'm putting the baby down for a nap,
2: right? Because you right, literally okay. put the baby down. But if you're if you're cool, you just say I'm putting the baby down, and you just end it there. I don't need I'm putting the baby down because I don't need the. We myself.
1: gotta ask Josh about cool. As a matter of fact, we have never brought this up, and I've been alluding to bringing it up for the last I don't know three months or so. <laughs> I believe that I'm the only person left in the entire United States that still wears crew socks.
2: Oh, dude, I'm glad you brought that up. You did about... It was almost a month ago, yeah. Aaron texts me, and he says, dude, and he said exactly what you just said. I think I'm the only person in America that still wears crew socks, all like looking like Beavis and Butthead. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, dude. I text back and said, no, dude, because... The kids these days are all wearing crew socks again. They wear them with, like, those, like, shower sandals. Yeah, but when I was at Disney World. Sports sandals.
1: I was at Disney World with people, you know, from all over the United States. And I'm and sitting the there world. on a the bench, you know, like, next to it's a small world or something. Ooh. And I'm, like, looking around. I'm, like, everyone has these ankle socks. And I still have crew socks. And, and then that's that you thinking, texted me. And I'm, like, even that dorky dude over there doesn't have them. And then I'm looking around, and I finally saw one old dude, like 55 or 60, that had some crew socks.
2: Was Aaron's like, 37, by the way. I was He's like, dude,
1: how kid. did I miss... How did I miss
2: this? And how I did you miss what? The whole ankle sock? You know, yeah. no CM sock? Like, like a trend that happened?
1: Yeah, I remember people would start wearing them, and I remember like, man, those socks look kind of GL. You know, because they're all short and stuff. And then apparently it became a major thing and now according to john all the cool kids basketball players and all that stuff where the crew socks I mean, all the athletes basically i'm ahead like of the teenagers. curve then right
2: dude, exactly dude you're so old school you're new school again
1: yeah in fact there's a girl that works with me i was like i need to get some new shoes what do you think i should get and she was like you need to get some of these vans and i vans. looked at them they were the same kind we wore when we were in, like, eighth grade. They have a little line that goes over them that, like, comes down at an angle and then, like, yeah. choo, goes across. No, they were the same exact ones. In fact, they were called Old School with a K. <laughs> I was like, I've already got a pair of these. I and, wear
2: them with my crew socks. What's the matter with you? And they're not comfortable. <laughs> yeah, they have bad arches. You worry about stuff like that when you're old like me. That's why I only wear Merrells. So, basically, you just... I'm old.
1: Just hang out with whatever style got you there, and eventually it'll come back
2: in. Before you realize it's out. You were so old school, you were new school again. Yeah. I was wearing those
1: Vans the last time the Redskins won a Super Bowl. (laughs) I'm not even joking.
2: Oh, man. Hey, maybe if I wear them again, they'll start winning again. Speaking of that, we were mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. Like any of us thought we were actually gonna make the playoffs over the last, I don't know, the last three or four weeks. But we were we are officially out of the playoffs. We have absolutely no chance of, of winning the division now. Dude, we're officially cut. cut! You knew who else should be officially cut? Shanahan. Anyone named Shanahan should pack a duffel bag and get the hell out. Hazlitt, uh Ken Burns. Burns, crotch, crotch. Okay. Wait,
1: who's that dude that's the head of the O line? Forster or something? Chris yeah, but dude,
2: it's not his fault. Well, I mean, he's Shanahan's guy though. He knows that we have the lightest it, by weight. We have the lightest offensive line in in football. Dude, his O line is horrible. Style. His O line is horrible. All right, O line report. You want to hit O line report music real quick? Because I have a stat for that.
1: Yes, I will hit the O-line report music. Franco-American
2: SpaghettiOs Show them your old face. You're going to be By the way, I hope Will is okay. I'm afraid he might be on a railroad track somewhere putting his head down on the railroad track. We haven't heard from Will in like five weeks. I'm a little worried because we've been looking forward to hanging out with him at the game, or at least in the parking lot, and now we haven't heard from him in a while. I think he's really upset. I don't blame him. We suck. Anyway, O-line report. Dudes, everyone knows New York Giants always have a strong front four on defense. Now, the New York Giants have not been as good this year as they have been in the past, but they have been coming on in the second half like they normally do. Not up to normal par. I'm not saying they're going to win the division or anything and get Dude, back in the playoffs. No, but they suck. No, exactly. But their front four is usually pretty decent, and Justin Tuck is a damn good player. They were just I'm talking
1: sure. before this game how Justin Tuck's only had like two sacks since, he 19, had two, since
2: 2012, and he had like six against us. He had two and a half sacks for the season coming into this game, and he got four sacks in this game. How many times did you see him putting his hands together and doing that, that and bow, and fight, oh,
0: type bow? <laughs> All
2: like he's in the Karate Kid. How many times do we see that in that game? You know how many times? Four. four. You know how many times we saw Chris Chester with his back on the ground getting run over, or Columbus Four. Or oh, that horrible long snapper. Big- what the?
1: Oh, what was that? And then Graham Ganoe
2: texted us. Graham Ganoe did because Josh sent a text to him or a, or a tweet, tweet to him and Sunberg. I think. Yeah, Nick Sunberg Our normal long snapper. And of course, Graham Ganoe used to be on the Redskins. And Graham Ganoe he was being all political. That guy I, is uh, a good long snapper. He'll he'll snap back.
1: And then Sunberg wrote pun intended or something yeah
2: something like that it was something like that that was pretty funny but that was, that i've was the never seen long snap dude, i've ever seen
1: dude if your only job is a long snap and you do that i don't understand you're not
2: understand Dude, dude, ah! dude 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 that, that end up
1: being like a two-yard punt or something
2: and and you know, we Savrock has definitely been getting a lot of criticism this year, and rightfully so. I mean, he really is at the end of his career. And don't forget, this is the end of his second career. His first career was as a lifer in the Australian Rules Football League, whatever it's called, probably a, a what, the A-F-L. AFL. Sure, Australian A-R-F-L. Football League. I don't know. Anyway, he his Wait, is that with different that than rugby?
1: Defense.
2: Yes, because that's where those referees run up and they do that that funny arms to the side thing, looking like robots. When someone scores, kicks it through the uprights. It's different from rugby. They do a lot more running around than rugby. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, it's kind of like uh, Irish soccer. It's like soccer, but it's it's different. Like kind like of like Canadian football. Kind of like Canadian football is opposed to real football. <laughs> Sorry, Kenny Kane. By <laughs> Kenny the way, Ken called in. By the way, did I forward Kenny that to Kane. you? Oh, he was so depressed. He said, "I love is his, his head on this
1: railroad track."
2: It, it might be, dude. He he was talking about how he and his friends have he has a friend that's like an Eagles fan and one that's a Chiefs fan, and they do bets about like if our te- if your team wins, you have to do this. They don't do money. It's like it's like shame. Oh, Josh is burn, on,
1: dude. Let me add him in.
2: He's had to burn a jersey. Because he lost that, and he's afraid. He said that the bet for this weekend against the Chiefs is that the loser has to wear a a dress next Halloween. And he's like, now I'm gonna have to wear a freaking dress, eh? Eh? Hey. It's exactly what he said. He is. Pre, he was just like, ah, they're killing me. They're killing me. It's killing me. It sucks. Isn't it one of his funny. brothers
1: like an Eagles fan?
2: That might be who he was talking about as well. One of the other people. It was like an Eagles fan, a, a Chiefs fan, and somebody else. In any event, um, what were we were talking about? We were talking about uh, the game, the game, the O line, and that horrible long snapper. Yo, yo. what the hey? What is yo, up yo. with that long snap? Yo, 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 snap,
1: dude! That long snap looked like Josh did it. It did. What's up, dude?
2: What's up, dude? Thanks for joining us. How do you f- How do
1: you feel about that awesome long snap by David Nelson, like the son of, you know, Nelson?
0: Um, I don't know if you noticed, yeah. but right after that, I was uh, tweeting with Nick Sunberg.
1: Yeah, we Who did. We just about talked about that to all the fans.
0: <laughs> it was basically like... It was yes. Graham
1: Gano that you were ta- texting to. And too. Nick
0: Sunberg together. I was like, man, I miss Nick Sunberg. Josh Let's was tweeting. like
2: right in the middle of a Graham Gano Nick Sunberg sandwich on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sick.
0: true. It's true,
2: man. <laughs> yeah. A long snacker. <laughs>
1: Yes. long snacker oh my dude, that was the worst long snap i've ever seen
2: dude. I, I dude think about all the games you've ever seen in college in high school josh you played football did you ever see in practice yes. even back way back in the day dude, of like years that began with the number one
1: a long snap <laughs> that made it like you know three feet back
2: Good God. That ball, like, hit the turf with eight yards to go.
1: And that just made me think of this. Can you think of any other way?
2: Did it get tipped or hit or something? No.
1: No. Can you think of any other way (laughs) that the Redskins special teams can screw something up? Because I would have never thought that would have happened. I mean, I've seen long snaps go over their head and stuff like that. But I've never seen one only go three feet.
2: Or like even like skip off of the of the own person's ankle, or they hit their own ankle as they're pushing it back. Or
1: this dude didn't do anything. I didn't even know his name.
2: I was He's like, got he was it. I David didn't it. David Nelson, dude. He's the son me. of
1: Nelson from Rock and Jock MTV Rock and Jock softball game with Nelson. You know, like the blonde headed dude and his brother that's also blonde headed. The other long haired blonde headed dude. Son no, of, seriously, who was this? Son man? of Ozzy, grandson of Ozzy and Harriet Nelson.
2: I thought he was grandson of Ricky. Was Nelson. it really?
1: No, R- Ricky Nelson was was those guys' dad.
2: Oh, okay, right, Ricky Nelson. So uh, Ricky Nelson. So this guy on the
1: Redskins is the grandson of Ricky Nelson, but great grandson of
0: <laughs> what? Ozzy and Harriet Nelson,
2: and great 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 grandson of Horatio Nelson.
0: Wait, wasn't Nelson a band? Yeah, dude, from the
1: Rock and Jockey MTV. Remember the two guys with the
2: really long, straight blonde hair? Blonde hair, yeah. And the blue And they were showing parts, and they had parts of the video were like in reverse. Is this guy related? Because that was all witty. Yeah,
0: he's their son.
2: He is not. (laughs) For
0: one thing, dude, the two of them did not have a son.
2: (laughs) Are you sure? (laughs) He's Uh one of their sons. Yeah. All right, listen.
1: (laughs) Here's the family tree. We it cannot confirm.
2: Nor <laughs> did Nelson, Nelson
0: and full Nelson. No, it starts with Ozzy and
1: Harriet. And half
2: Nelson. Does that
0: make him only half Nelson, or is he full Nelson?
1: <laughs> it starts with Ozzy and Harriet. Then it goes to Ricky Nelson. Then Ricky Nelson had twins, which are Nelson the Band.
0: Don't forget about R- Ricky Bobby Nelson. And Hello, then,
1: Mary Lou. And then Ricky. And then Nelson the, <laughs> Nelson the Band. Nelson the Band. I'm did, so did, in love with you, dudes. <laughs> dudes listen, Nelson the Band. Begat, good begat. <laughs> Nelson the band, begat David Nelson, the short long snapper
0: for the Redskins. We need that dude that beats that reads snapper. like the Bible on tape to say that. <laughs>
1: uh, and no, Nel- <laughs> and, uh, and Ricky band. Nelson begat, begat
0: Nelson the band, and Ricky
2: Nelson begat Nelson, begat Nelson, and woe, <laughs> and woe, the Lord saw and said
0: it was good. <laughs> <laughs> and nelson begat david nelson. <laughs> okay enough about nelson all i gotta say is i was wanting nick sunberg back at that point oh you know, and, and, and i was literally seriously thinking about driving over to red snappers
2: house to say hey i wonder know, if he was watching the game i wonder if he's I'm, on twitter
0: i don't know i haven't seen him on there
2: man Boy, because if he was, he must get so many tweets. Or if he is, he must get so many tweets every week. He's probably getting phone calls from Mike Shanahan every week.
1: Oh, guys, can I um, add something in here? Interject. Nelson the band. (laughs) (laughs) Their names were Matthew and Gunner.
2: Gunner. That's right. One of them was Gunner.
1: And the one that begat (laughs) David.
2: (laughs) The one that begat. (laughs) I think... It is. might have been Gunner.
1: Gunner. <laughs> <laughs> they even have a website
2: called the com. I bet they do. What was that song that they sang? I remember Ricky Nelson.
1: Can't live without your love and affection.
2: Is that how it goes?
1: Really? Well, Ricky Nelson was
2: famous for, I think he died in a plane wreck. He did. He sang that Hello Mary Lou, Goodbye Heart song. Goodbye Heart garden party that and he was, and he was not
0: talking about ann
2: wilson no thank goodness man i hate heart hello but here's here real do. before i get off of aaron nelson, loves
0: aaron loves hold on aaron loves ann wilson by the way before i get out of nelson Hart, <laughs> he loves getting her coney dogs and cornflakes all right before i get off of nelson <laughs> i just wanted to give you this quick this quick
1: Why little tidbit can i give you this little tidbit about nelson
2: Yes, but give it to us. Yes, yes, yes. I would love to hear more about Nelson the band, the Begat band.
1: All right, Nelson is in the Guinness Book of World Records as the <laughs> only family to reach number one record status in three successive generations, beginning with Ozzy and Harriet Nelson.
0: Are you serious?
2: They had a number one record. They had records, <laughs> apparently. What did they sing? White bread, white bread. <laughs> I
1: don't know. There's Wikipedia for that if you want to look. At... <laughs> oh I mean, wait, here's Harry a link had to a their page.
0: One
2: record? Oh. You know this song? Oh, oh yeah. The video where they show them going and thro- like forward and fast forward, and then they fast backwards them?
1: <laughs> all right, all right,
2: all right, all right. Jesus, good lord, dude. I, I think of those two dudes, and I think, is it me? Do you love my hair? Dude, that's what they look like. It is what they look like.
0: Man, that's going to show up that I played that now on Spotify,
2: and people are going to be like, what? <laughs> no, no <laughs> what's going to be like? for you. Your friends going to be like, oh, dude, I remember that song. Do you like Nelson? I remember Nelson. Dude, they were actually, I thought they were really underrated. <laughs> they had great hair. <laughs> they had great hair. They must have drank lots of milk. I'll just, hey, look! I'll just say that they is were. Is the
0: white, is the white, um, the white gold guy or whatever? Is that really
2: one of the Nelsons? Is he the son of Nelson Gunnar? No, David Nelson,
0: Nelson is. Gunner? I don't know. We spent five <laughs> minutes talking about Nelson. Let's talk about the Redskins. We talked
1: about Nelson two weeks in a row. Anyway, yeah, David short, bye short long snap Nelson. Um, here's what I have to say about it.
2: Cut! Cut!
1: Where is Nick Sunberg anyway? He played with a broken arm. I mean,
2: for one game and then they were like, um, son, you can't do that for the rest of the season.
1: Well, he didn't have a snap that bad with a broken arm.
2: That's true. That's true. I believe they have to limit. It's like a, it's like a, uh, Rogers up there in green Bay. It's his non throwing a uh, collarbone but they have to uh, limit it and keep it from a uh, uh, contact. Yeah. Anyway. Whatever. There you go. I don't know. But enough when, you
1: about know, Nelson.
0: When you co-write co- enough- co- <laughs> a song with Dweezil Zappa called Two Heads Are Better Than One, you're going to be successful.
1: Did they do Two Heads Are Better Than One as in from, from um, <sighs> Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure?
0: With Dweezil Zappa.
1: They play that on Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure.
0: Do they really? Yeah. Two heads are better
1: than one. It's double the pleasure and triple the fun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that one right there. Yeah. yeah, there
1: it is. That's awesome.
0: Two heads
1: are better than one.
0: Dude, they went on Saturday Night Live before Gunner even knew how to play guitar.
1: Is that what it says on Wikipedia? Yeah,
0: well, Lauren Michaels gave him a gig on Saturday Night Live at the request of their manager because he was sad about their father dying. Oh, really? They were the only unsigned band ever to play on SNL.
2: Dang, really? Yeah, it did suck when he died in that plane crash. My mom was pretty crushed. I remember. that. it
0: did. All right. Anyway,
2: enough about Nelson.
0: Enough about them. All of them. Only time will tell.
1: Even David. So that's the (laughs) O-line report.
0: More than ever. Let's move on. Let's go
1: to the injury report with Josh Allen.
0: After the rain, we'll talk about the injury report.
2: After the rain, <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, dudes, I just joined in here. I haven't had time to, to look up injuries here.
2: Well, that's, so my, the good thing uh, is that on the uh, itinerary, I put a handy dandy link to the uh, most. Uh,
0: I know that London injury. Fletcher. I know that London Fletcher did not look good when he hobbled off the field. Mm-hmm.
2: He sprained his
1: ankle, and his his streak is in jeopardy. The last time again. I saw
2: Oh, man. They need to shoot that thing with some cool Oh, man. Well, I know that obviously Alfred Morris was hurt, right? Because that's why he only had two plays in the second half. Seriously, what was up with that? Yeah, yeah. What was Shanahan's excuse this week for not using Alfred Morris? They had
1: shut down the run.
2: Even though he gets better and better the longer the game goes because he's a big pounding back that, that just runs through people and gets extra yards after contact. I don't Every think we have to
1: beat a dead horse on this. No, no. We've said it week in and week out. The Shanahan's did not know what they're doing with Alfred Morris, with RG3,
2: with the offensive line.
0: I don't know. We need Absolutely Jordan Absolutely Because and, and Roy I Hulu is so much that. better.
2: Roy Hulu is so much damn better than Alfred I, Morris out there. I
0: literally felt like I had to send Alfred Morris a note and say, Alfred, it's not on you, man. It's I don't know what their problem is. You
2: know? Yeah, it was, just it was dumb.
0: That was, it's, that's one of those things. that's like, if I was Alfred Morris, I'd probably be like, dude, what did I do?
2: Well, I think, you know, he's, he's keeping his head down because he's that kind of guy and he's not going to complain. I think that's what Josh Morgan did complain about something like that earlier in the season. And that's why he ended up getting benched.
1: Hey, I'm glad you brought up Josh Morgan
2: because yeah. I still
1: am going to stand by this comment that he's way better than Hankerson. He's way better than Hankerson. He's like a Garcon Jr. I don't know why they had Hankerson playing and not him.
2: Because they were trying to develop him into a big, bruising type of receiver. Why didn't they develop Josh
1: Morgan? Josh Morgan was awesome before he broke his leg in San Francisco. I'm you, and then they you'd... gave him last year where he was coming back from a major mm-hmm. injury. And then they were like, sorry, dude, we're putting this guy in that only catches 50 50
2: of the passes. I'm telling you, I think he started like talking back or saying something and he got on the bad side. All he has, to, all you got to do is look at Shanahan the wrong way. Like you think you're like making a funny face at him because you're looking at the glass eye side and then you realize it's the wrong side and he saw you do it. And next thing you know, he's, you're in the doghouse.
0: Uh, yeah.
2: So I think that's what happened. I think he totally got, I think he was one of the first people to start showing discontent this season and that got him benched. Straight up. Yeah.
1: That's There's... only
2: my completely uninformed opinion, but I bet that's what happened.
1: Did you also already talk about Jordan Reed on the injury report?
2: Yeah, I said we need Jordan Reed back, man.
1: Well, he had a last-minute setback, they said, before the last game with his concussion symptoms. Yeah.
0: What, do you forget where he was all of a sudden?
1: I, I don't know. They're pretty strict on that stuff now, dude. Yeah. So they've got yeah, like you know. these huge lawsuits and settlements with ex-players about concussions, so they have to...
2: Jordan, Jordan, where are you? I'm at the game, coach. And what's your name? I'm Batman. Yeah, that commercial got played for years, but you don't see it on TV anymore. Not not with the whole uh concussion thing going on now. So who right, else right. who else got um speaking of concussed? Reed Dowdy, uh, the second one of the year. He's done yeah. for the year then. He should be done for the year. But according to ESPN, Josh, are you reading this as well? Uh, I'm looking yeah, according to, according to ESPN, Reed Dowdy had a second concussion of the year, and Shanahan says they won't treat it any different because it's a second one of the season, even though studies have proven that if you have two in quick succession, it makes a it makes it a much, much, much more dangerous situation.
0: Interesting. Can they get so, better helmets or something?
2: Well, Reed They've... Dowdy needs to be put down. Put They need to put, put him down for the rest of the year. Needs to be, hey, right, Josh?
1: Josh, you were there for this, right? I think if you guys go to the Hall of Fame, they have like an interesting exhibit on the um, the evolution of the helmets. And they'll have a they'll have yeah. a little like a guy come out and actually show them to you and talk to you about them for like a half an hour. Mm-hmm. You went to that, didn't you?
2: Yeah. I remember they started off with like the leather head or the no helmets and then the leather heads with no masks or anything like that. And they show you
1: the new ones that have all these sensors in them and like can. Basically, page a doctor if it gets hit too hard <laughs> to come pretty check much. you for a concussion. It like senses how much, uh, I guess, impact it takes.
0: Oh, yeah, I did see that. I did see those. I know what you're talking so about. So
1: they do have some pretty good
2: helmets. I think but... they
0: developed those at like Wake Forest University. As a matter of fact, right here in good old North Kakalaki.
2: That's where uh, Ed Orgeron is going to end up.
0: <clears throat> um, I was checking out other injuries. I was also looking at more of this Alfred Morris stuff. And I I guess you can't, you know, I was trying to figure it out. There was no no Darrell Young in this game.
1: What was his injury?
2: His hamstring or something? Darrell Young's got a hammy.
0: Yeah, but if you think about it, doesn't Darrell Young, isn't he often a lead blocker for Alfred Morris?
2: Well, he is the fullback, yeah.
0: So... Maybe that really did affect Alfred Morris' game. And they were just like, oh, this run game isn't working without Darrell Young in there.
2: So let's put in a smaller running back and Roy Hulu. Well, maybe. Yeah, I know, right? You know, you know, maybe. it's, 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 just, I, I don't get I know it what you're either, saying. I know what you're but, saying.
0: But maybe they should have shifted somebody back into a fullback position.
2: They had, well, they Luke, tried, they
0: put Logan Evan Paulson Royster back there.
2: Work. Evan Royster was the fullback because they didn't have anybody else. That,
0: well, that was not right. I'll tell you who they should have put back there. I was thinking about they this. They had Logan Paul doing that stuff too. No.
1: And Niles Paul um, is who um, they usually have doing that stuff. And he's mm-hmm. out also.
0: Yep. No dude. No, dude. Here's no, who they should have put back there. This guy is a ball handler. He's what? a big guy. He can handle it. We watched it in this game. He did a great job. 292 pounder, six foot two, Adam Geddes.
2: Fielding <laughs> that field. kick. <Okay. laughs> They That's should have stuck him. One back Hell man. of a fullback, right there, baby. <laughs> that that might he might get a uh, he might get a game ball from somebody for that because that that was almost know, that, that that was one of the plays of the game. Seriously, there was not one inch of bobble in that in that catch.
0: I think we should throw like all the BFFs on our special teams. What do we have to lose? It could be like a whole new revolution, revolutionary thing. You know, it's like, it's like
2: we're all slow. Like we're didn't, we're slow, but you aren't going to tackle
0: us. It's going to take like 12 men to bring us down.
2: Yeah. Like we were talking, what's the difference between rugby and Australian rules football? Talking about Sav Raka. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like, it's, it, just do it all rugby style. Give the ball to someone like Geddes and Seriously. put all the heaviest people, put Chet Baker, put all the heaviest around in front as the lead blocker know, and just run it. <laughs> and just Seriously. be like, bring it, people. What are you going to do? What are going to do? Because you know what? We have to lose right now? Nothing. Nothing.
1: I think that Chet Baker should be the running back. That would be so cool. We should
2: try
0: all kinds of stuff like this. I'm
1: Why saying. not? Just try it.
2: See what happens. We're going we're going way above the uh the kind of stuff that Jim Zorn was doing his last few games when he knew he was getting fired because he was doing some crazy stuff. Dude, this, listen to this. This is going to the next level and but, I love it. Hey, if you're gonna <laughs> hey, if you're
1: gonna run that crappy pitch play, at <laughs> least pitch it out to Chet Baker because he can get a Head of steam going by the time he hits one of those defensive backs on the edge, that oh, guy's man, gonna no go flying like a bowling ball. Away
2: from him, Dude, Give it to Barry Cofield. Let him run the ball. Mm. let him. Oh, oh, he's not on the injury report, but it looks like. Uh, I did read today that Stephen Bowen. It looks like they're gonna have to do microfracture surgery.
1: I thought Stephen Bowen was
2: already done for the year. He is. But now they're saying they think they're going to have to do microfracture surgery, which means he may not play next year.
0: What? What, what is a
2: microfracture? It was That's a... when they, they take the bone and they break it into a bunch of little bones. Oh, yeah. And then they allow those to heal up and fill in the space to make the bone larger and stronger is the, is the theory behind it. I didn't know that bones grew back like that. Well they fill in the gaps, basically. Are like worms, that's 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 what uh, Chase Minifield had done, and that's why he had taken so long to get put back on the active roster. Well Although speaking I really of I don't remember seeing him in the game. I don't think he was. He was on the
1: active roster, I think. I don't know. You know who's been playing better because we <laughs> never like comment on how bad he gets burned? Emerson. Uh it's always Josh Wilson getting burned. Have you noticed
2: Emerson's this? Okay. Yeah. He's all right. Are yeah, you agreeing or disagreeing? I, I'm Look, I think about he's it.
0: gonna I think he's gonna be really good. I mean he was I think, really I, I thought he's really good. good at NC State. I've said it before. I think he'll be good. Ball he's just Hawks. a rookie He's a rookie right now. He can But yeah, back. I don't I don't disagree with you, dude. I think he's be I think he's playing better. We haven't heard his think, name called out very
2: much. He has a couple of plays a game where you're just like dang. And he has a couple of plays a game where you're like you're just like awesome. But he's not like yep. Bakari, where he just yeah. sucks all the way around. Well,
1: Bakari's Bacari. no Sean Taylor.
2: <laughs> Bakari had a couple of
0: good tackles in this game, actually.
1: Yeah, he's he's coming around. Sure. I think we're just cursed. The whole Sean Taylor thing. The whole trade for
2: Clinton Portis for Chambu- Champ Bailey and a second-round pick. You know, you didn't
0: hear much about it, but Ryan Kerrigan actually had a pretty good game. I mean, Kerrigan
2: and Arakpo are having yeah. Arakpo had a huge game. If they put them the hell game. back
0: into a four three
2: uh, defense,
0: those two would be killing it. Arakpo, you know, was on fire like in the first
2: quarter, man.
1: I know he had like two sacks and then he and had like he got, a stop he got for a loss
2: after that or something. I mean,
1: he had a great game. I well,
2: suppose. we looked fantastic in the first quarter, but even after that first touchdown, I think that was when I went on Twitter and I was just like, "Fool's gold! Don't don't be fooled, people." It's not going to last, and we're still going to lose. We were up 14-0, and I was—I—I I, I said to Roberta at the time, I was like, we're probably going to be tied or losing at halftime. And I was not at all shocked. I, the only thing that shocked me in this game, number one, the first thing, one thing that shocked me was the ineptitude of the officiating at the end, even though we Uh-ohs. all know that, that Jackie Treehorn's crew is absolutely atrocious anywhere. They're the worst crew in the NFL year in and year out. The second thing that shocked me was, we were still in the game going into the fourth quarter and still had a decent chance to win.
1: We were still in the game on that last drive.
2: I we know were. that that whole ref thing was a Grundle blunder, man. I don't know what happened there. It didn't matter though. I yeah, mean, it didn't matter. We can't we can't hang our hat on that and say we would have won if it hadn't been for that.
1: Fred Davis should have caught that pass.
2: Pierre Garcon, Garcon should have caught his.
1: He yep. did catch it.
2: He did. And dropped it. No, into Whoa. the other guy's hands Yeah, you,
1: they let the other guy rip it away And then yeah. Shanahan's excuse on that Was that someone was pulling on Garcon's face mask
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Unlike poor Vernon Davis in San Francisco Yeah, I didn't see it Who uh, oh, really man. did
0: have his Grendel pulled
2: He sure did, he sure did Because you're watching oh my that gosh. You're watching it and you're just like, okay Because it's, it's kind of a long play And you're just like, <laughs> da, 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 okay, alright, whatever Whoa! <laughs> Right at the very end you see the guy just grip he and like, yank and you're just like
0: Dude!
1: I don't even know what you're talking like
0: about.
2: Well Aaron, you need to go back and watch the uh watch the uh the link the little link that I sent. You know, if you want to watch one grown man have his uh jank, jank by another grown man on the football. I don't field. even know how you could get a hold of it in those tight pants they wear. Well, the week before. You you could see it at the very last second on the play. (laughs) Just see him grip and yank. And the way that Vernon Uh, Davis uh, just suddenly crumpled, you were just like, oh my God, no.
1: Did he get thrown out of the game for that?
2: No, he didn't even get a penalty.
0: (laughs) There's
1: no penalty for yanking nuts.
0: It's not like that rugby game where the guy was like poking people.
1: Oh, Oh my. That's nasty. Oh my!
0: Did I tell you guys when I was in Las Vegas the week before last? And, you got poked, by and I was rugby having guy. dinner with a couple of uh, my British friends, and we were talking about rugby. And I was exactly. like, "Explain!" I was like, "Explain some rugby to me." And they were telling me about some stuff, and I said, "Whatever happened with that guy?" <laughs> and they just like, oh, no!" They Did... shook their heads. They're like, "Dude," they're like, "That is so wrong." They knew who you were their... talking about, right? Yeah, because I was. This guy's like a huge rugby fan, and he was um. Uh, he, he's from this guy's from Bristol, and he had this like really bad cold. So when he would talk, he was like, hey, hey, "It's like constipated," red <laughs> <sound>. but like
1: <laughs> he Here's knew all chips, hoy,
0: it. Hoy. He was like that. He's like that's horrible. That's so wrong. They should not do that. They so shouldn't did...
1: what put their fingers in other guys' um,
0: bottoms. Uh... Exactly. He said, "When you're on the bottom of the scrum, you don't do stuff like that." <laughs> <What the hell? laughs> well, scrum. <From> they... <laughs>
1: Did he really need to tell us that he agreed that it was incorrect to do that?
2: I yeah, think he was not. standing up for a sport because rugby is kind of a, a, a peripheral fringe it's, sport. It, it yeah. is, and it's a rough sport, man. Yeah. I but mean, It doesn't mean
1: you should get violated while you're playing it.
2: it I think exactly that's what he's right. trying to say is like that that almost never happens, but that's all people ever talk about in America, it, I bet. The Why the are we talking happens.
1: about rugby anyway?
2: What's that? Why you brought we're talking it up about... earlier. I don't
0: know. We were talking, my and then uh my um I didn't bring it up. My fellow my colleague Chris is from uh lives in London. Is Chris a very, man or a woman? It's a man. Okay. And he is a Millwall football fan.
1: <laughs> Millwall.
0: <laughs> Millwall.
2: Millwall.
1: In what? In London?
2: Yeah. Yeah, Millwall. They're and so small telling,
1: that I don't know who they are. I was telling somebody no, else.
2: Millwall Millwall is is pretty well known in soccer circles, even though they're not a premiership team. They they have some pretty rough fans. Yeah, they do. <laughs> That's
0: what he was saying. And he was like singing me the fight song and stuff. It was cracking me up. But um yeah, he was telling me about it. And I was telling another friend of mine and and I said, Yeah, and Chris is a Millwall fan, and the guy goes well that's an acquired taste. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
1: I'm gonna have to use that sometime. That's an acquired taste. Leave date. it to those Brits for those funny little quips. Anyway. I love <laughs> those
0: guys. They may be listening in because I told them about the podcast. So, so they're gonna they're listen to us like, talking, about talking about rugby right and Matt, Thanks for that great dinner out there at Smith and Walensky's. I had we had a great steak.
2: And come on, you Spurs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, um, yeah. So all right,
1: back to the Redskins.
2: Um, oh yeah, can we uh, end this thing yet? Oh, no, oh, no oh, we yeah. still have to do the uh, the station ID and everything. Oh yeah, transactions. We signed some lineman named DeJohn Harris. I wish I was Another named Dijon. Dijon? I wish I had a D A at the beginning. Is it DeJohn my... or DeJohn? <laughs> no, it's D A John. For three hundred dollars, you can get that changed. I could become Meta World Peace Day John Adams.
1: All right, well, let me ask you guys something.
2: That'd be pretty sweet. Anyway, we signed him to the practice squad in that space that got opened by someone else moving up. Chase Minifield. Receiver. Yeah, and, and, and all that mess. We Whatever. Who cares? We'll never, ever see this guy play.
1: All right, so I'm going to go to the commercial break now. When we come back, mm-hmm. our, one of our very special guests will be back this week to talk to you a little bit about that fourth down debacle call by the refs. Ready? What? Yeah. He says he's ready. Okay, and um, we're gonna give our games and kicks, and then we're gonna round this thing out because there's no one listening anyway. We'll talk to you after this break. <laughs> You're listening You're to, to Harry Hog, hog,
0: hog football. Football, football, football. Please hang up and, up and try again. In a world where Dallas fans roam the streets, In a world. and it's generally unsafe to look into the skies at night because you realize you're looking at
2: stars.
0: I only mention it because sometimes there's a man. man. I won't say a hero, because what's a hero? But sometimes there's a man. And I'm talking about Desmond C. Lee. Sometimes there's a man. Well, he's a man for his time and place. Yeah, that's Desmond. Thank you, Desmond C. Lee. 2013 benevolent sponsor of Harry Hogg Football. Desmond C. Lee 2 on Twitter. Because Desmond C. Lee 1 was already taking t- Hey dude, don't go away, man. Come on, this affects all of us, man. We're basic freedoms!
2: I'm staying.
0: I'm finishing my coffee. Enjoying my coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Hey, did we already talk about that? Did I miss the ref debacle conversation? Do we have Jerome Booger on?
1: We mentioned the ref debacle, but Jerome Booger is in the studio right now waiting to discuss this. You got him there? And here we go, East, John? Him?
0: John, do you have Jerome? John.
1: He must be out in the outside the studio talking to Jerome.
0: Get your headphones on over there. John. Uh
1: anyway, I don't know what John's doing with Jerome, but where is he i guess i guess we're waiting for john and jerome we could go into the uh games and kicks
0: yeah we could do that
1: why don't we i don't know where john is (laughs) maybe he had to go to the bathroom anyway
0: maybe maybe he's rounding up some bffs to run back kicks
2: Yo, yo 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 yo! What, the... dude?
0: Are you back, dude? Do you have Jerome in the studio? Yeah. Because are
2: you guys putting getting him hooked up with a mic? Oh, he's 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 getting ready right now. He had to get some donut holes.
1: Well, we can do the <laughs> games and kicks real quick before we get to Jerome.
2: Okay, okay. He says he's ready. If if you want to go now, he's, he said it's up to you, gentlemen. Okay, and now Jerome's <laughs> yardstick with Jerome Booger.
1: <laughs> what was
2: that? <laughs> what was
1: that? I don't Dude, even what to tell you with. You it, so. you
2: yes, us? yes, gentlemen, how are you today? Jerome, how are you? Yes, I'm good. I'm good, although I'm so embarrassed to be a referee this week after seeing that debacle with Jackie Treehorn's crew. <laughs> that, <laughs> so that was one Jeff. of the worst pieces of officiating I've ever seen in my life.
0: Officiating, that would be Jeff Triplett, correct?
2: Yes. <laughs> how come- long have
0: you known Jeff Triplett? Have you have you served with him before? <laughs> oh, oh,
2: oh Jeff and I go way back. We have known yeah. each other for a very, very long time and he has always been uh how do I say it this very nicely to him? Um he has always been uh at the bottom end of the class as far <laughs> as being a referee is concerned. He's usually at the rear, if you know what I mean. The rear of the class. He's usually at the rear of the class. He's usually bringing up the rear. Gotcha. He, right, I, so. I, but I don't want to talk bad about my fellow uh, uh, referees here, uh, yep. especially man, one that has been promoted for some ungodly reason to being a head referee.
0: <laughs> is it a brotherhood hey, is, of referees? Is he, is he a head
2: referee? Um, he, he he is a uh, he is a head official. It is his Jeff Triplett's crew. And I don't understand how they end up getting these games. Um,
1: Hey, I bet Jeff Triplett wears crew (laughs) sucks.
0: All right, so I got to know, is there a fine for something like this? Do the referees get fined, or is it just like, oh, slap on the wrist? I mean, how does that work?
2: Well, what happens is that we have a grading system, and they ask the ladies how we do every week. (laughs) (laughs) And then they say, well, Jerome... (laughs) You did very well this week. I give you an A+. Plus. <laughs> but then they say, Jeff, mm, mm, mm. no, 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 you get yourself a D-minus.
0: <laughs> Just a, a D-minus. I would think it's more of an F. Who's Was his wife part of the ladies grading him or something?
2: I can't talk about the uh, ladies that are grading the system. I don't, <laughs> to, I don't like to let those secrets out, but uh, yeah, he is we- uh,
0: now yeah, let we know the lady's great, he had someone in his corner, though.
2: I, I, he may have somebody in his corner that is uh, uh, up in the odds in his favor, and that's why he sen- seems to get these games at night, these nationally televised uh, jousting contests, so to speak.
0: Uh, <laughs> so,
1: all right, Jerome, walk us through what the referees should have done in that situation when one of them thought that it was a first down and move the chains, and the other referees were saying, no, it's not a first down.
2: Well, what Jeff should have done on this particular play had said, okay, one of my guys says it's first down. One of my guys says a third down. Well, I better stop the damn clock. It's <laughs> as simple as that. <laughs> that's, all it, the- that's all it had to be. It's just blow the damn whistle.
0: So there was no <laughs> other option, like... <laughs>
2: Just blow the whistle. There's just no blow earth. the whistle. Just, in. just blow, blow it. it, damn it! Just blow the damn whistle.
1: But did you hear what he said? His reasoning was <laughs> that he thought it would give the Redskins an unfair an advantage.
2: Fair advantage. So instead, he gave them an unfair disadvantage. And then that gentleman is exactly what I go back to. Where he is usually at the uh, at the back end of the class if you know what I mean. <laughs>
0: um so there's no other option there like other than blow the whistle when it's first one saying first and one saying third down you don't just say well let's meet in the
2: middle it's it's sucking down <laughs> <laughs> well gentlemen you you could you could go that route but but in all seriousness i mean he what, was making really up the rules anyway right apparently that well jeff is known for doing that sometimes that's why i don't hang out with him anymore i don't like when he makes up his own rules like that it makes me very uncomfortable what did you guys do when you used to hang out um well you know back in those days we was young and we didn't talk We, we i don't want to bring up too many stories you know while we're still active and we we got families and things like that nowadays but we uh we used to do some crazy things back in the day, but I always knew there was something wrong with that Jeff Triplett. <laughs> You'd be having a good time, hanging out with the ladies, and things would be going well, and then he'd say something weird, you know, like, like, and then just let me bend over. And you're like, what? <laughs> or oh, Jerome, just put it over here. What? <laughs>
0: You're, like, try- trying to have a good time with, you know, the twins, and then suddenly here comes the triplets. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's one thing that we used to say about it. Oh, uh, well, I guess since I already brought that up now, I get, you know, Dad, he used to say he was all about being a, uh, they called Jeff Triplet the triplet because everything was the same side. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh not there, so and I'm I sure he's thrown out of that I'm sure he's thrown out of that phase at this point of his life, so that's okay. The triplet,
0: <laughs>
2: oh, three lumps are better than two. <laughs> yes, I think you gentlemen follow what I'm saying. So anyway, Jeff Triplet, he 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 made a terrible uh, judgment of error on that, and he should have just stopped the play. All he had to do was blow that whistle, and he would have <laughs> taken care of all that mess. Oh, and by the way, I think Fred Davis probably should have caught that path and we wouldn't even have to talk about it.
1: Yeah, me too. Well, there's that too. And then the referees would have actually
2: helped the Redskins and given them an unfair advantage. We never do that. Yeah, it's true. We never, we're never, we never allowed to do that sort of thing. <clears throat> Every now and then it just happens, but that's only usually when I'm the referee.
0: <laughs> uh, well, dude, thanks for coming as always, thanks for coming on the show. I'm sure something will happen this week even though it means nothing to the Redskins regardless but
1: uh I just wanted was... one, I just wanted to hear Jerome's comments on one more thing yeah there Jerome, what did you think about that um that short long snap have you ever seen anything like that in your referee career?
2: gentlemen, I have never seen a long snap so short in my life. Except maybe when I was hanging out with Jeff back in the day, but we don't <laughs> have to talk about that. All
1: right. All right, Drew. Well thanks for dropping by and I'm sure we'll talk to you next week if there was another debacle, and there probably will be.
2: Oh, there's always the debacle here or there, but you know, you just you just have to persevere.
1: <laughs> hey, do you know if you're refereeing the Redskins game this week?
2: You know, on this day on Tuesday, we just we don't know what games we have yet. They don't
0: I tell just, you. Just I just.
2: Part well, I, I just like the home base out of Las Vegas because it's a good place to jump to a lot of the stadiums when, you know, they give us that short notice. And I just happen to like Las Vegas a lot. There's a lot to do there.
1: All right. Anyway, all right. We'll talk to you next week, Jerome. Yes. All right. Get some donut holes on the way out of the studio.
2: Oh, yes. Yeah. Where are the donut holes at, John?
1: All right. Thanks a lot, Jerome booger for coming in as usual all right all right booger all right 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 over there dude thanks man all right well you know what that leads us to this
2: and now the coveted and ever elusive game ball award dude you know how bad it is with the games and kicks is that on the itinerary we always switch it around if we win you put the kicks first and then the game second because we win and then if we lose, you put the games first and the kick second because we lose. I have I didn't even think when I was writing the itinerary for this week about changing it around because we're so we suck so bad and we just keep losing in so many different ways. I ju- I was just thinking about that right when you started playing the music. I was like, wait, are, is that right? Are the games first? Oh yeah, because we lost again. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I know who my game ball is going to. Mm. Brian Arakpo.
0: He had a good game. That's a good one, man. I was going to do that, too. He had an excellent take
1: All right, how about you, Josh? John?
0: I'm going to give mine to Adam Geddes
2: for that that (laughs) awesome return. Yeah, he
0: didn't even fumble.
2: I know, man. He didn't even butterfingers it. I mean, he he caressed that ball right into his hands, man. How many yards
0: did he get on that return? I can't remember.
2: Like 15 I'm going to look it up.
0: I guess uh, Only five yards. Five That's yards
1: it. It seemed like 15.
0: That's because he moves so slow. Dude. It seemed <laughs> like it took forever to get five yards. It was like watching Chariots of Fire or something there.
2: <laughs>
1: Still think they should let him run the ball this week. <laughs> that would be awesome. Jerome Bettis. Not Bettis. Adam <laughs> Geddes. Adam Geddes. Reports as eligible.
2: <laughs> Number 73 is eligible. Number seventy-three. Every play, they need to say it. You know what? What I was thinking about this when just flipping around channels on Sunday. You never hear that on on Fox when you're watching the game, but on CBS, when someone reports el- eligible, you almost always hear them call it. Like their their sound guys are so much more in tune. Okay. Yeah. Well. Good for them. Well, I think, I think it just shows kind of the It's like CBS not having sideline reporters. I think it's, it's, it's the philosophy of, of being more true to the game where Fox is more, more, I don't know, showy. More Joe Yuck. Oh, Aaron, who was it you were talking about? Jillian that used to be on? <laughs> yeah. The, the chick with the walleye? that Terry
1: Bradshaw used to hit on.
2: I was like, the chick that was walleye, that Terry Bradshaw I hit said, on. I said, whatever
1: happened to that weather chick that com- came on before the game? That
2: had the raspy voice that you love so much. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh man. I guess I gotta give a game ball to somebody, huh? Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna give mine to Logan Paulson. For dropping that pass? For catching the touchdown.
1: Yeah, he dropped that pass in that when we really needed it, though.
2: Everybody dropped passes when we really needed it. Every single damn player on the team dropped a pass when we really needed it. Mm -hmm. Logan Paulson was three for four at 41 yards, and he had a touchdown. Josh Morgan didn't drop any. He only got targeted once. Did he catch it? Nick Williams even caught a pass. Yes, he did. I don't remember that. All right, all right, fine. I'm going to resign that one and bring it back. All right. All right. Personal foul. Rescind, you mean. Rescind. I'm going to give my game ball to Sav Rocca. He sucked. You know why? Cuz he got that punt off in the short long side. Cuz he got that punt away all Australian football style when and it got tipped even it, it he kicked it and it still got tipped and he still got something positive out of it after the worst long snap in the history of professional football. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give him props for that, even though, you know, this is probably his last year playing in America in it his will, second career. Hey, it will forever be known as the long, short snap. The long, short snap. Or the short, and long I mean, snap. Dude, 10 times out of 10 on a bad snap on a punt like that, the punter ends up like falling on the ball or missing it or trying to punt it and they fumble it. Or, or they kick blocked. it right into the face of somebody and it gets blocked or something. Sav actually got us positive yards out of it, and I couldn't believe he did that. So I'll give him my game ball for that. Right. Might be the last time he ever gets a game ball. So, you know, I want to make him feel good. I know he's listening. Yeah, man. It's time for this week's Kicking the Balls Award. Kyle Shanahan. I'll give mine the entire shannon plan. Cut!
0: <laughs> the non-plan. Um, Okay. I'll give mine Shanahan's glass eye.
1: All right. Well, that settles that. So <laughs> what else we have? That pretty much wraps it no, up. No,
0: I got to give it to Jeff Triplett. I mean, I got to give it.
2: He's a ref. His, to his crew. I don't care. I'm going to they give mine then
1: to Fred always... Davis also for dropping that pass at the end, and Garcon for getting stripped.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, g- I guess the Shannon plan already gets one automatically, no matter what. All right, Jeff so... Triplett, Fred Davis. All right, but I'm also giving a... one to Brandon Merriweather for not making it in the end zone on that interception because he they know the defense knows it's like even when the defense back in the day when we had a four three and they were good, they knew they had to get the hell in the end zone when they got a turnover.
0: But, dudes, let's take a poll here.
2: Yeah. Sick.
0: Are the Shanahans going to get fired? <laughs>
2: no, and oh they should. Oh, my God, I hope so, but they probably won't. They probably won't. They we have not. a defense that's still more suited to play 4-3 instead of 3-4. They probably almost won't. Almost four years so. afterwards. An offensive coordinator that's an idiot <laughs> and needs to go and, like, eat some Honey Nut Cheerios. Ken Son? Burns
1: that figures out how to, a way to mess up special teams and – very creative ways that in ways understand.
2: that you never knew possible. <laughs> Good God, the Shanna plan is a failure. Twenty-four and thirty-six. So, and that includes that seven-game win, miracle winning streak last year. If we didn't have is that seven-game really twenty-four and thirty-six, if we didn't have, have that seven-game
1: miracle winning streak, look what it would be.
2: Oh my God! Three out of four seasons losing record. So,
0: oh yeah, and I still have to get my is, kick in the balls too. Oh, what you're saying is Jim Zorn's record was
2: better. Marty Schottenheimer's record was better.
0: North Turner was definitely better.
2: Marty Schottenheimer went eight and eight, and they cut him to bring in Donald Duck Lips. <laughs> Am I kicking the balls? Goes to Pierre Garcon. <laughs> I like the fact that it's you know. <laughs> I like the fact that Pierre Garcon plays with attitude. I like the attitude. He plays bigger than he his physically is. I like I like that a lot. He's one of yeah. my favorite players on the team. The guy started getting mad at the turf, which by the way, what's up with the turf? It's brand new turf. It's supposed to be nice. People are slipping. Dude, it hasn't had and- time
0: to completely set. That's the I problem with yeah. I
2: mean, they
0: gave it they had two weeks for it to happen, but still, you know, it takes time to like get its roots in, essentially. I, t-
2: I told Aaron on Sunday, I said, you know what? I guarantee we're gonna we're gonna end up with the artificial turf eventually we're going to get it it's it's going to happen unfortunately at the redskin stadium it's going to happen
0: people are uh, slipping like crazy on that you know why it's because they bring in all these like Kenny Chesney concerts and stuff and they kill it they have they to redo it it doesn't have time to to like establish itself
2: exactly plus
0: plus Kenny don't get Chesney. me started on on <laughs> Ch- uh, gen- genetically altered grasses that they use these days which are uh, self extinguishing essentially they don't have time to they allow them to
2: continue to grow. They need some of that good old Kentucky bluegrass. They need some like like chia. You need to put some chia pet grass there. What out if we did have a what chia pet field?
0: That would be interesting. <laughs> yeah, cuz you could cut some cool things
2: into <laughs> it. <laughs> that plant is 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 native to Mexico, northern Mexico. I think I read one time when someone and gave me a Scooby Doo chia pet. Yeah. And it could be the field in DC. DC. Yeah. All right, so my my kick in the balls goes to Pierre Garçon cuz he was like kicking the turf. He was, he was he was pissed at everything and everyone. And then he like drops passes and then gets the ball stripped from him at the end of the game. And you could see at the end of the game when he had that ball stripped from him. And that, that was the end of the game. You could see his body language. He was so mad. But at the same time, he was like, I can't say anything about it. As much as I was mad at everybody else, I can't say anything about it. I'm just pissed. But you can't go out there and, and have diva-like attitude. Little little hissy fits on the field, and then and then do stuff like that. You just can't. You can't. Agreed. All right.
1: Well, that pretty much wraps it up. Since this podcast is so long, when we didn't even want to do it.
2: So uh, let me get the ending music on. That's usually the way it ends up here at Harry Hog Football. Even in the lots. worst of seasons, like the last three out of the last four seasons. Hey, or, lots of out,
0: like, all these people that follow us on Twitter
2: tons of people thanks to everyone out there a lot of you guys it's like every day I get notifications on my phone I know all of us do hey blah blah is following you this person's following you that person's following you thank you guys for, for checking it out check out uh, the website Um you guys can call the hog line and bitch as much as you want 77 Hog. yep
0: hey a special shout out
2: to, uh, to those
0: fans over in the UK who obviously stayed up really late to watch this game
2: Good Lord, good God! So
0: bad, so guys. sorry. But you, and you know what? You're more, more diehard fan than a lot of fans here in the states. Sorry to say. it.
1: And a shout out to our benevolent sponsor, Desmond C. Lee Esquire. You can follow him on Twitter at Desmond C. Lee two because Desmond C. Lee one and Desmond C. Lee were hacked or taken.
2: That's right. <laughs> and you can and there's a link on our website to uh, follow his Twitter feed as well. He's a massive Redskins fan and he hooks us up. And if you would like to hook us up, sponsor Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. You can go to our website, click on the uh, PayPal button, and uh, drop a little something in our bank account. And if you donate,
0: this just in, if you donate to us $5 or more, Jerome Booger will call your um, answering machine and leave you a message. Yo, Jerome,
2: did you hear that?
0: What? What? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Dude, anyway. it's got a mouthful of donut holes. Give him give him a minute. We'll talk to you guys next week.
1: Hail to the Redskins. And if you see a Cowboys fan, no matter what makes anyway.
2: you <laughs> mean, they
1: don't don't
2: know what I've seen. They can't know what's in here. And they can't keep Johnny down.